Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Get More Clients. I'm your host, Lynn Whitbeck. Business owners and entrepreneurs hire me to ignite winning sales because most are chasing down leads, lack client retention, conversion, and profit. The mission of this show is to educate, inspire, and motivate women and men around the world to build a robust sales strategy to get more clients. Because many can't get more clients and haven't a clue why. You will learn to transform thinking to the client's perspective, eliminate the lengthy chaotic sales cycle, and ignite your sales to unleash lasting profits. You'll also have the opportunity to connect with me further to see how I can support you beyond today. Well, I was on the last leg of my travel from India. Driving to catch a ferry. It was, I was so tired. It'd been this grueling 19 hour flight, uh, you know, with connections. And then I have a two hour drive going through customs to get, of course, at the airport, getting off the plane and all that. And then the drive. And that last 30 minutes, wow, you know, where you're just, Back to my college days where I could barely stay awake. And I'm like, I've got the windows rolled down. I'm like slapping myself so I can stay focused and get that last 30 minutes in to get to the ferry terminal. And it was hard. I got to the ferry terminal, got through, got my car parked. So I was in line for my ferry sailing. I made it. Yay. I was there on time because that was the other thing. It was like I had to make it so I could get onto my ferry, right? I was able to get out of the car and take a walk, breathe the fresh air, some deep breathing, move my body so that I could feel a little bit more refreshed, then get onto the ferry rather than like try to take a nap in the car for that 45 minutes. Instead, once again, I got out of the car. I was walking the deck of the ferry. It was a little nippy because it was March, but being outside, that really helped me like, ah, oh, you know, sort of arouse my senses to wake up, snap up. Cause I still had to drive from the ferry to my home. And there I did, I was able to get home and oh, another travel day, oh, a long trip, a good business trip, but my goodness. It's exhausting. So last week on Get More Clients, I shared your mindset, power skills, and habits for thriving sales performance. And you guessed it with my story today, we're going to discuss how to manage your sales and business needs on the road. Because many of us have to travel for our jobs, whether to meet with clients or attend conferences and trade shows. Business travel can be hectic and stressful, but it can also be an enjoyable, positive experience if you know how to do it. So by the end of today's show, you will know the importance of taking care of yourself on the road, why planning ahead minimizes stress and enhances flexibility, and how allowing plenty of time enhances your entire experience. After doing my fair share of on-the-road sales and events, these are the methods you'll want to implement so you can do business travel like a pro. 
So let's talk first about taking care of yourself. Now, I gave you a few clues um, in that, that I was so fatigued. How were some things that I could do that could get me through that travel? Um, that fresh air, that crisp, the cold. <laughs> of course, I had to end up you know, slapping myself. Uh, but those are things that can really make a difference. And that comes down to getting rest. I have never been one to be able to rest successfully on a plane. Some people can just go to sleep, you know, and, and especially on a really long flight like that. Um, I had a friend who like literally a, an air ward, uh, a warrior, you know, and she would actually take like, especially long flights would take a sleeping pill and she just conk out. That's never been something that I've been able to be successful at. And so one of the tricks that I learned was to create a travel playlist. And it was, I called it my calm mix. And it allowed me to listen to a long sequence of songs that were very calming. Um, I enjoyed listening to them, but they were relaxing. And I could really just listen and zone out. I wasn't sleeping. Sometimes I think I actually would doze a little or nap, but Overall, it still gave me that opportunity to re-energize myself because I was resting and resting my mind. I found that on that trip to India, one of those mistakes, that long leg back that I made is that I kept watching different movies, one after another. <laughs> and so that was more active in my mind. I will say that the last movie I watched, which was one that I was aware of, I know that I'd watched it several times. I zoned out at parts and I think I did doze or nap. That is another technique. If there is a movie that's not like something that's, you know, lots of excitement, but that can be calming and one that you know well, you can actually, same thing, you can put that on and it can, you can just sort of relax and you're sort of semi listening, but you'll find that you can zone out a bit and re re energize yourself. So sleep also is really important when you get to wherever you're going. So here is this random secret that I'm going to share with you that I travel with a little teddy bear. Um, and this little, it's actually like a little white polar teddy bear. It's more of a teddy bear style, but that my husband, my late husband gave me, and it is my travel bear. And the thing is, you may think that this is so weird, Lynn, that you're revealing that you travel with a teddy bear wherever I go. But the thing is, is it makes this huge difference when I get to a strange city, strange hotel, strange room, strange bed, pillows and all that. It's this one piece of like absolute comfort for that, for sleeping. And I associate it so much that it really helps once again to really put me in that mood. This is my travel sleep bear, to fall asleep, to relax. And it is a, the familiar smell of my bear, the feel, all these tactile things that help me fall asleep. So sleep is truly this incredibly powerful piece of the equation for business travel, because there are those times <laughs> where your flight's delayed and delayed and delayed. Oh my goodness, we all have those war stories. I have one when I was going into St. Louis. And by the time I arrived, it was like, I don't know, close to three in the morning. I still had to get to the hotel. And I had a 7 a.m. meeting, 7 a.m. where I had to be somewhere. 
I mean, that already gave me less than four hours of sleep and I wasn't even at the hotel yet. Right. And (laughs) that's the thing that, 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 that just takes so much out of you. So anytime that you can find ways to rest in transit, like on the plane, and then when you do get there, so that that two hours of sleep that you actually get to rest and sleep, lay down, you have my travel bear, it really makes a difference and helps me then sort of get through that day. And then what can I do during that day to give me some time to re-energize and get back um, in the mode? So taking care of yourself is sleep, number one. Number two is hydration. And you may think, well, no, I don't want to drink a lot because I don't want to have to try to get out of the my seat to go to the restroom on the plane, disrupting everybody, depending if you're like me, I like to sit at the window. Uh, some people like to sit at the aisle just for that reason, so that they can get in and out and go back and get in line for the restroom. But the thing is, staying hydrated is absolutely critical for, once again, your whole health when you're traveling, because the air in the planes can be very drying. Um, That creates a whole new set of things where you may feel like when you get somewhere, like I itch all over because you weren't staying hydrated. Um, It affects all kinds of things. So just go ahead and have that, those beverages, straight water is the absolute best thing. This is one of those times that I'm all for bottled water. (laughs) Normally I'm with my travel, my travel uh, jug. And of course, nowadays it's so easy that you can take your empty travel Um, mug, your travel container, and you can get that water um, at the airport. Now, when you're traveling internationally and depending where you're going, such as India, when I was there, no, 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 no. You're going to want to stick with bottled water where you can hear the cap twist and you know that you've opened fresh bottled water. Because otherwise you could get a surprise with some of the Ah, lovely little critters that you can pick up along the way. So even when you're brushing your teeth and you have any kind of beverage, make sure there's no ice in there, right? Use that bottled water, no ice um, in uh, even your, if you're going to diet Coke or whatever it is. Okay. So taking care of yourself, sleep and hydration. Now this all sort of flows into planning ahead because I just talked about how I help myself relax and sleep. And one of those things was preparing my calm mix. And these were favorite songs for me that helped me calm and stay calm. And there's a great group of um, music that's called Solitudes. Um, It's in like a new age category, but they always have like sounds of nature, like the rain or waves. You might hear little birds, the rustle of the trees, but it's with music and it's often very soft and soothing. Those are great pieces of music. I have those as well um, that once again, they allow me because I've planned ahead and I have those to, to really tap into that, to relax and re-energize myself. The other thing is download what you might want to be watching on the plane or whatever you have. Now, so many of the uh, flights do have Wi-Fi now. But depending on your status and everything else, you may not have access to that. And even if you're like a road warrior and you're on Delta a lot like I am, I can't use the Wi-Fi because I don't have T-Mobile as my cell service. (laughs) So I have to plan ahead 
and I download some things. And thinking about that and planning to watch a movie that you really love, that's not like a high energy, it's not like a Marvel movie, but it's something, unless that calms you, but something that will calm you down um, and that you can zone out while you're watching because you've already seen it before. So it's not actively engaging your brain. It's one of those things that once again, you'll find yourself that you can doze or nap a little um, while you're doing that on the plane. The other thing about planning ahead is really figuring out all the logistics. Because when you know everything that's going to be going and how you have to get from point A to point B and what's going to be happening, it takes away so much stress. All right. And stress is one of those things that is just a killer. <laughs> it's just a health killer. It's it, it just saps all your energy. Uh, it, it, it makes you, you can jive up your whole tummy, everything, your whole system. Stress is just something you want to minimize at with it every way you can. And by planning ahead, that allows you to be more flexible and adapt because you already sort of know the flow. And so one of the key things for me when I came into India is I had planned ahead and I'd actually set up a driver so that I would be able to get from the ho- the airport to the hotel. And that was really one of the best things I ever could have done for myself. I was traveling alone. I'd never traveled in India. And I had a trusted resource that I could use. And it ended up being this uh, incredible experience. I actually use that driver everywhere. We went and and he's like, we're still are WhatsApping each other. Like he'll tell me what's going on there in Delhi and He'll ask me how I'm doing and I'll tell him about my latest trip that I went to Phoenix on a whirlwind, literally like 48 hour trip. And so it's great. Um, you actually will f- create these opportunities, but planning ahead for something like that, that made a huge difference because there were so many people just trying to get my attention to get me into who knows what vehicle and all this other stuff. I already had a driver waiting for me. Just had to find him, which wasn't that hard. WhatsApp each other. And then I had this great, relaxing way to get to the hotel. And he just took such great care of me all the way through. So that was another opportunity. And that was a trusted research. But planning ahead when you're driving, potentially, you're picking up a rental car and you're having to go somewhere. Once again, knowing your route that you're going to take and having checked it out ahead of time gives you that familiarity. So even though you've got your Google map up on your phone or Apple maps, whichever one you use, and really checking both because they'll sometimes have different directions, um, is very helpful so that you know where you're going and how you're going to be getting there. So the other thing about planning ahead, I'll actually work out, you know, what needs to happen if I'm going from the airport to the hotel and then to the meeting and planning my time because sometimes I may also be going directly to a meeting from the airport and I'm not even going to be able to check into the hotel. So, you know, what am I going to do with my bags, all those types of things. So having all of that worked out, it really does give you that opportunity um, to just not stress about stuff. And when a flight's delayed um, when uh, something goes sideways, where whatever it happens, your room's not ready and you needed to be able to check in and to relax, whatever it happens to be, you're better able to take care of it. 
And that really flows into my next con- content about allowing plenty of time. Things go sideways when you travel. All right. So you need to give yourself and the people around you that grace. All right. That first of all, getting all worked up in a snit about it is not going to help you. All right. Going into that, that negative is actually going to increase your stress. And really, it's just not good on any level. So when you've allowed that extra time, or you certainly have planned ahead, and something goes sideways, it's so much easier to pivot and to move a different direction. So I was just alluding to the fact that I literally just got back from a trip to Phoenix, Arizona. I had a client who wanted me to come down for an on-site training with literally one week notice. And I had to book my travel. I had to work out my plan. I came in on a Sunday so I could be on-site doing the training on Monday. And I flew out Monday night. <laughs> and, and then I traveled Tuesday to get back because I live on an island. I already told you about that. So that then here I am today on Get More Clients. Now, all of those things when I was doing that, I had to allow time to my, with the ferry. I had to think about, I have to use a ferry. I don't even want to go into how messed up our ferry service can be. Uh, that's another story. I could use a whole episode about that. But once again, it's like, instead of going into the negative, lean into the positive and just allow extra time in case the sailing is canceled. I want to be on the mainland so I can get to where I'm going a lot faster. At the time I'm recording this, it's summer. So there's a lot more uh, road construction that's going on. Certainly here where I live in Washington state, because they do, it's so much easier depending on where you live this time of year in Arizona, they're not doing the same amount of road work because of the heat and they do it in the winter months, but I would consider winter months. So you know, depending on where you live, that's another thing. Take into account if there's going to be road construction. When I was coming back Monday night after landing so late, after doing that, having this great on-site training um, with a debrief and then another meeting uh, and coming back, um, I still had that drive. I had to drive up north so that I could be positioned so I could get the ferry um, on Tuesday, yesterday. But the thing is, is there was all this construction. I kept going through one after another, where we went from three or four lanes down to one, one after another. Now it was late at night, but that still increased, you know, that traffic because we're funneling down into one lane and that can cause you stress if you're trying to get from point A to point B. So allowing that plenty of time, because once you're at the airport and if you're there early, Okay, you can get a coffee, you can go get something, some food, you can look at the shops, whatever. You can just take a moment to sit in a chair and listen to your call mix, right? So allowing that plenty of time and being where you need to be is so helpful, both getting to the airport and then when you're at the airport, allowing for delayed flights or you get on the plane and suddenly something's broken and you're going to have to sit on that plane or the plane's landed and there you are sitting on the tarmac because you can't get into a gate, right? I think once in O'Hara, it was like the record for me. Like it was almost two hours before we could get to a gate after we landed. It was crazy. 
Um, and then I've done the circling because we're in some kind of holding pattern. Oh my goodness gracious. So having that time on either end and having planned ahead and worked that out, it's going to minimize your stress, right? And, and it's going to give you the ability to be more flexible and adapt as you need to. And, you know, people are going to cut you some slack when you're traveling in the sense that, okay, my flight was delayed. I'm not going to quite, I'm that meeting that's at seven. Do we need to have that start right at seven? Can we push it back to 9 a.m.? It's a beautiful thing how we can communicate with people if you do get the Wi-Fi on the plane, but also with texting, um, WhatsApp, um, email, phone calls. Yeah, phone calls, whatever it happens to be in the um, it, when you're at the airport or when you're allowed to be using your phone on, on the plane before and after takeoff. So there's lots of ways that you can also communicate what's happening and having that point of contact because you've planned ahead having a reliable source of how you're going to be communicating, um, such as my driver when I came into India, all of that goes into creating a much better experience. And it really gives you that equilibrium to take whatever they throw at you, right? So that you can get there and have a great experience with not only the travel, but whatever you're doing, the conference, the trade show, the client presentation, that is what helps so much and will make a huge difference in your travel. So these tips on how to get the most out of your sales business travel will truly position you for an enjoyable, positive travel experience. And there's so many other things that you can do, and it's going to be unique for each of you, just like traveling with my teddy bear, my travel bear. It makes a difference. And that's what you need to tap into so that you can make yourself comfortable wherever you go in the world. And that bear, he has traveled all over. So, and his most recent trip, of course, was Phoenix, but before that, Phoenix, uh, before that, India. And tomorrow he's traveling to DC. So <laughs> he gets around. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. My purpose is for you to get more clients. Bottom line, don't make this harder than it has to be. Sales should be a win-win. And on behalf of Teet Queen, I've carved out a limited number of time slots to invite you to hop on and ignite your sales call with me to see what's working, not working, and what you would love to have working. I'm going to see how I might further support you in effectively generating more leads, converting more sales, and fulfilling on your promise as a brand and organization. The fastest way to success is to assure people know that they matter and the best way to make this happen is to build a consistent sales strategy to acquire, convert, and capitalize on every lead. You will find growing your business is easy and lucrative. Today, I shared how to manage your sales and business needs on the road. The key is for you to implement these steps to stop wasting time, energy, and resources. You have the opportunity to jump in and get the support you need for true success. Say yes to you and get on a call with me. I'm truly gifted at this and you deserve a shortcut to your success with the right support. You can go to pdq.link forward slash win-win. And our Get More Clients programs are designed for immediate on-the-fly implementations for individuals committed to taking action to move their business forward. 
To learn more about our Get More Clients programs, you can visit our website at petitequeen.com. You can also connect with me on our website to stay current on all of our insightful advice, breakthrough advantages, and never miss an episode of Get More Clients. Go ahead and sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at Petite Queen. And if you love the show and you love what we're doing, please do us the favor of sharing. Share the episode, share the show, and leave us that five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. Next week on Get More Clients, the beautiful, stunning Rachel is going to be sharing how imposter syndromes shows up in your sales success. So she will see you next week on Get More Clients.